the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. This is actually a special edition because for the month of September... I am going to be a featured chef for U.S. Wellness Meets. Yep, and we're going to be talking on this series, uh, which will be all of September, about why meat, meat, not vegetables, but meat is actually a huge part of the ancient Ayurveda. It is what made people thrive. Exactly. Not just survive. And not die, but thrive. Yes, that, that's the key word, thrive. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back. But first, did you subscribe? Did you share. like? Did you share? Did you tell all your friends? Did you... Leave a review. Wow. <laughs> and also... I'm not sure we should be asking for a review during, during this. this one, huh? <laughs> uh, and, and then, did you uh, start following US... US Wellness Meets, an amazing, amazing company. Yep. But... Don't follow them because if you do, we'll, if we won't be able to get our meat from them because too many <laughs> people will be buying meat. Uh, no. Uh, so U.S. Wellness is a company that we've been working with for several years. Uh, we get a lot of food from them and they carry rabbit and duck and chicken and, and lamb. And I think I seen goat once. Uh, and It varies yeah. because the idea is that... Cow, pig. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And and a lot of organ meat. Yes. Yes. And uh, it varies, you never know, because they, are, they truly follow the process of Ayurveda in terms of that dynamic balance with the environment. It depends what nature gives what time. And it's one of the few companies that we can actually find organ meat yes i think so many butchers just throw out some of this stuff or save it for themselves but it's usually very difficult to get a lot of the organ meat that we can get from them yep so an organ meat when it's in a recipe it's called awful yeah it is o-double-f-a-l I did not know that until they sent us a letter saying, you're, you're, you're making some awful recipes. <laughs> yes, you actually read awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's like, no. Well, they don't taste that bad. <laughs> so uh, can you tell me a little bit, as we go into this, can you tell me a little bit about why raw vegetables, because I want to go into vegetables first. Yes. And why there's this, there's this uh, thought that Ayurveda is all about being vegetarian, and now I even see vegan. Yes. Uh, and some of the conferences that we went and taught at, they even wanted us to cut out uh, fat. Yes. Uh, a lady got up and said that uh, olive oil is terrible for you. You need to quit eating olive oil. You should only eat olives off the tree. And if yeah. you've ever ate olives off the tree, you'll never listen to that lady again. <laughs> but they, they shifted their... Some people are trying to actually shift Ayurveda even to be stricter. Yeah. 
and taking away more and more of the food that actually helps us thrive. And they're doing it in the name of Ayurveda, but in reality, it's in, in the name of control. Exactly. It is fully in the name of control. And actually, that lady didn't uh, 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 just attack olive oil. She attacked ghee, which is the foundation yeah, of Ayurveda. Yeah, she wanted people to quit ghee. Yeah. But what, well, you can say, well, ghee comes from an animal, whereas olive oil comes, you know, from the tree. That's how deranged uh, her thoughts, her opinions were. Uh, so they, the thing is, uh, they actually, it is a, it's a matter of interpretation. The texts, the true Ayurveda texts were written before 500 A.D., and they were written in Sanskrit. So when, as anyone can probably uh, guess, is when you translate uh, something from one language to another, you can actually give your own interpretation. Yep. And Sanskrit is an ancient language, and most people in India don't... Don't speak Sanskrit. Yep. So you as a Greek who actually understands ancient Greek, yes. understands French, yes. understands English, and also studied Sanskrit, yes. can translate better than somebody that maybe that talks a different language but has never actually studied Sanskrit. Exactly, exactly. Because all, also it's the concept is you have, you have to understand Sanskrit and you have to understand how languages are formed and how they how they actually give the meaning of the word within a specific context in uh, in ayurveda the, the the path to health the path to health says that uh, one who eats wholesome food that's how it is translated in uh, Pretty much every Ayurveda book, every Ayurvedic school in the West, wholesome food. Well, wh what comes to mind when you say <laughs> wholesome food today? Today I see fields of corn, I see uh, uh, fruits, it, apples, oranges. Exactly. Because we've been taught six to eight or seven to nine meals of, of uh, servings of fruits and vegetables. Ex exactly, exactly. And also when you add in there the concept of uh, a prana, which uh, the life force, when, uh, when you hear over and over that you want food, that gives you life, food that has life and gives you life, and uh, food that's fresh and not out of a bag and all those other things they added to it, what are you going to think? Uh -huh. So that's how they started pushing that in terms of Ayurveda, specifically saying, well, the text says this, and that's where I'm going to take it. It's like, it is like they went to school to like fifth grade and never made it to sixth grade. Mm -hmm. It's like they only read that particular thing and never, and never, never read studied, the rest of yep, it. <laughs> and never, never looked into more. Exactly. Uh, also, I want to go into real quick is uh, I was taught in one of my 200s that Raja, or yeah. Thomas first, Thomas, yeah. is meat. 
yes. dead meat. Yeah. And Thomas is bad. Exactly. So you want to get all of that meat out of your system. And then Rajas is garlic, onions, coffee. Yes. So you want to quit drinking coffee, not drink alcohol. I think alcohol is Rajas also. Oh, or yeah. Thomas. Uh, and then, but Setwa is fields of wheat. Exactly. Fields of fresh fruit. Fields yes. of all this stuff. And the only way you can become one with God mm -hmm. or find that enlightenment is to cut out Thomas, cut out Raja, and cut out Setwa. Or, and go to and, Setwa, and go but to then Setwa. when Setwa, you have to get rid of Setwa yes. in order to find that enlightenment. Exactly. So eat at the end, you have to get rid of the fruits and vegetables Absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. And that's, yeah. But I actually think that cutting out coffee and meat might be more hell than enlightenment. Yeah, that's where, well, that's the whole thing of confusing, confusing the yogic path with what Ayurveda says. And, and that's actually the source of a lot of the confusion. Ayurveda was written by, by 500 AD. Ayurveda was before written... Before 500 AD. Yes, yeah. But yeah, before. Before 500 AD, everything ends there. It was written to help people thrive. Ayurveda was saying, this is the idea of what you should be doing to, get, to be as healthy as possible in the full sense of the term health, which we'll get into it a little bit later. The yogic path, the yogic path is to actually, as it was interpreted through the Yoga Sutras, and that's how uh, most people take it, is is about dying, finding that enlightenment, becoming one with God, eliminating, 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 eliminate uh, uh, coffee, alcohol, uh, living in uh, a cave, living do in everything a cave, you can do to e get eat as little fruit as possible, and then having to eliminate the fruit too, mm -hmm. and the grains and all that stuff. That's about dying. So what you actually what you are actually doing is uh, getting rid of the body. You, are, you don't want to give it any nutrition because you don't want it to live. You are trying to kill it. So you are actually trying to eliminate the body to go into a complete uh, different level that you may find, you may not, it depends, uh -huh. <laughs> and then actually move on to a different dimension whatever let's you move call on it. to a break and we'll be back right back in a couple minutes stay tuned do you like what you hear the spartan mind strength podcast is available on apple podcast and all other popular podcast destinations please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review it helps us spread the word and help others find our content don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back and we're talking about the Ayurvedic path to health and the yogic journey. Two different things. Yes. Ayurvedic path to health is about being healthy so that you can thrive. Yes. The yogic path to the yogic path yeah. is to find enlightenment so that you can die. Exactly. And actually, the path to health, the Ayurvedic path to health, uh, 
starts with one who eats wholesome food and ends with and serves others. So the, Which is different than the we, yogic path exactly, to health or yogic path. Exactly. <clears throat> the yogic path serves others means you are a part of a community. It even talks about gives and forgives uh -huh. and serves others. That's being part of a community. So when we're looking at Ayurveda, yes. that is, and they call it the sister science to yoga, and it could be. It, it's, a, it's a good marketing thing. Yes. Great marketing. But they are two completely different paths. Yes. That's like saying what... Uh, uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but there, it's so when we're looking at Ayurveda, we're looking at being healthy, doing the best you can to be healthy. Yes. And when we're looking at yoga, the yogic path, we're looking at finding God. Yes. And the, when we say the yogic, when <clears throat> we say yoga, not yoga as in practicing yoga, the physical aspect of yoga. Yeah, because that's studios. not even yoga. Yes. So it's the yogic path. <clears throat> as interpreted by the yoga sutras yep. exactly so so again the yoga yogic path is about eliminating meat and then eliminating fruits yes and then eliminating vegetables fresh Everything, vegetables yeah. eliminating grains and only yeah. living on water Exactly. And then eliminating that yes. and then eliminating yourself. Yeah, it is gradual <clears throat> elimination of, uh, uh, of nutrition in order to get rid of the body. So, so where Ayurveda is about <clears throat> being extremely healthy. Exactly, being as healthy as you can be in order to serve your community. Hmm. Two completely different things. Okay, now I want to get again back into vegetables then this is going to just be a quick one, but uh, raw. Yes, raw. So Ayurveda says that raw <laughs> foods are very hard on the digestion because you, you, you require a lot more energy to actually break them down in order to absorb the nutrients. So Ayurveda says that our that our goal for a, in, for a really healthy life is to have balanced, balanced digestion and to have as strong of a digestion as possible. What does balanced mean? Balanced means... That's, that's something that everybody says, but nobody really explains. Exactly. So balanced digestion means that you have to have balanced doshas in there. Balanced doshas, vata, pita, kapha in terms of your digestion. So what that means is you have to have a healthy gut membrane, as strong, as healthy of a gut membrane as possible. That's your kapha. And if you don't recognize that word, it doesn't matter. Think healthy gut membrane. The other is you have to have healthy digestive juices and enzymes to actually break down the food. That's your fire, that's your pita. And then you have to have a healthy movement of the 
food. Are you talking so, pooping? Uh, um, exactly. So that you can uh, absorb, eliminate, and all that stuff. Healthy peristalsis, for example, and that's your vata. So you have to have those three things working in a relative, in a dynamic balance in order to be healthy. And uh, it, it's, if you don't have a healthy gut membrane, uh, not, nothing, nothing else can go right. If you don't have healthy digestive juices, enzymes, all that, nothing else can go right. If you don't have healthy movement, nothing else can go right. So, so basically, you just took a lot of mystical aspect of Ayurveda out of it because you gave actually English terms for what those three things are for your stomach. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all right there. It is all basic physiology that uh, Ayurveda talks about. There, there is nothing truly mystical about it. It's all basic physiology. So you have to have everything, everything in your gut has to be in a dynamic balance. And the Ayurvedic path to health says it all starts with the basic, mundane, whatever you want to call it, food. It has to be nu nutrient wholesome, as in nutrient dense, nutrient diverse. Okay, so, and the more raw it is, the less your stomach can be. A, the, the more your stomach has to work, exactly. Yeah. Now that's so, with vegetables, though. Yes. But they also say with meat because there are there is a book, at least one book, on eating meat in yeah. Ayurveda. Yeah. And they say that the more sick you are, yes, the more you want to cook the meat. Exactly. The less sick you are, the less you have to cook the meat. Exactly. So for. Uh, uh, Ayurveda says that if someone is uh, sick, and again, Ayurveda says if you don't have healthy digestion, you are sick. Uh -huh. you don't, it doesn't talk about people in a hospital. It, so probably 90% of oh, Americans exactly. are considered sick. Sick, according to Ayurveda, because they don't have balanced digestion. So uh, Ayurveda says the, the weaker your digestion, the more impaired it is, the you more meat you have to eat cooked meat because that is the most nutrient dense <laughs> and diverse for your digestion. I know we got asked this question a couple of days ago in one of our teacher trainings. Yes, uh, that uh, Dr. Ladd, yes, who, was some, Lad, yeah. who you trained with, yes, uh, a great, great man, yes, a very brilliant man, said you only need to eat, he said, eat meat, yes. But he said, if you are sick, but he didn't go into what that meant. Exactly. And the definition, the other very important definition for Ayurveda is the definition of health says one blah, 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 who has balanced digestive fire. And that's what that means. Ba healthy gut membrane, healthy juices and healthy movement. So most people don't have all three of those. Exactly. So they are considered sick According in Ayurveda, Ayurveda, which also means then they should be eating meat. Exactly. So cooked meat though. Cooked meat. So, so cooked meat, uh, bone broth, uh, stews, uh, soup with a lot of meat, 
because that's very, very nourishing for the digestion. Excellent. Warm. So I would just want to call this, uh, this little one here and say we're w September 1st. September 1st. The, the Ayurvedic Outlaw the Chef. The Ayurvedic Outlaw Chef, yeah. Uh, is going to be... Uh, it's a featured for U.S. wellness meets. Yes. And they're doing a giveaway. Exactly. In they are honor doing a major... of the Ayurvedic Outlaw. Uh, the Ayurvedic Outlaw Chef. And all the details are in the show notes here. And also on all our social media and their social media. So if you, you go and do what they say. Yes. You could win over $100. I think it's $150. It's a, yeah, of really, really good, nutrient-dense and diverse food. Good for you and the environment. Until the next one, namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, Please give us a rating, a review, or both, and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.